Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Every morning, Darren Armstrong talks big brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Tito to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for October 24th. I'm your host, John Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 83 in the house, and, uh, you know, it, it was a day. People talked, people campaigned. Um, and, uh, we, we had, you know, uh, w- one conversation that might be interesting. <laughs> so with me to talk through it all is Matt. How you doing, Matt? I'm good. Um, you know, this is the point in the season where things get, uh, slow, you know, uh, hot take there, but, um, just the, the conversations can run in circles and circles and you can watch Bowie and Matt sit on the couch and talk about the same thing for, for upwards of like an hour and a half. And they haven't said anything new in that 90 minute time frame. Uh, but that's at this point in the season, there's nothing left to talk about. Uh, they're just rehashing, rehashing the same conversations and it is a little exhausting, but maybe we'll find something worthwhile here. Yep. That's that's the goal. (laughs) That's the goal. Um, uh, There's not a lot, though, uh, from yesterday. We'll we'll talk through what we do have. Um, Of course, Jag is the HOH. He has nominated Blue in America for eviction. America is not the target. Blue is the target. And that has not changed. Um, The only real sort of like events from the week are that uh, Felicia has kind of like lost her mind uh, and uh, sort of gone, gone off the deep end in terms of her strategy. Um, and uh, and I, listen, I, I tried to explain these yesterday. I watched it back because literally every single response to what I said about Felicia yesterday was like wildly not what I was saying. And I was like, what did I, did I, not explain this correctly and i watched it back and i didn't explain it very well i'm you know you had a long weekend i had a long weekend also like <laughs> i'm like responding to people that weren't on the podcast uh and so like i'm assuming that people are already like up on what i'm responding to what i was trying to say is that felicia is not playing this like cerebral strategic game looking at the looking from the perspective that we have in terms of like trying to maneuver her position to a spot that is better from the way that we are able to see it. Uh, And then like every single person on the internet is like, Felicia said she wants to be better than Suri. See, (laughs) like, 
what I was saying, but that's fine. That's my fault. Um, I did try to explain uh, both in the Q and A and in the uh, in the roundtable last night. If you're more interested in that perspective, but either way, Felicia continues to uh, go about her daily Siri uh, duties uh, here on day 83 as she continues to talk uh, about Siri to Matt to Jag. Um, and even at one point, uh, as I have been made well aware of at this point, uh, mutters under her breath, uh, Sari, you're not making final three. This has been something that's been bothering me about Felicia in the game for weeks now. Um, back when it was Izzy and Felicia on the block, I was very much hoping that Izzy would stay for a variety of reasons. But um, because as somebody rooting for Suri, uh, the Felicia, uh, I guess, animosity towards her, you know, as subtle as it's been and as, you know, not consistent as it's been, it comes in spurts has been there for weeks now since, you know, halfway through the season and it picks back up and then it picked back up again when she was on the block against Mimi and all the, you know, every so often. So it's just, she's made me so nervous all the way through. And then we got to this point uh, last time that you and I talked on here, I was like, Oh, Ceri's got a Felicia back. Like this is perfect. She's doing so well. And as reflected in her stock watch scores, things are starting to shift again. And Felicia's back on her, on her BS um, going off about Suri and uh, you know, just telling it, it it's, it's so strange to, to figure out. And I don't envy you for having the job of having to try to figure out what Felicia's strategy is or what her mindset is because she just comes into these conversations with the guys saying, you know, Suri, this Suri, that, and then goes back and talks to Suri in a way that like, I'm like, is she fooling me? Or am I like, like, it, it feels believable that she's still trying to strategize with her. Uh, it's just, you know, this is the part of the game where Jag has been winning all the comps and, you know, that's where the power is. So she's going to the power and, you know, securing her place with them or, or maybe not, or whatever it is. It's, it's nobody knows how to navigate right now because it's been the same power structure for uh, a while. And uh, especially the same HOH back to back, this double really will shake things up. And I'm hoping that as of Thursday, uh, Felicia will figure out what she wants to do with herself, because if this gets back to Suri, it's going to get messy, but maybe that's what I want. <laughs> to. that might be all i have left i agree i give us anything at this point. anything um i i do i do i i can't help myself i do find it interesting what we're seeing on a on a sort of like macro scale uh obviously not day to day but like um you know i i think that we often talk through the narratives of seasons and the, the individual players and the decisions that they make um and uh, we also try to talk about the sort of more structured uh, impact of the game and and how different alliance structures and power structures influence people. But like, uh, I think this season is a good example of how uh, sort of power structures set in place can really alter the kinds of decisions and uh, that that individual players make. We can, Mm -hmm. we can like rag on players like Bowie who may have done this anyway, uh, all we want. Uh, But to watch somebody like Felicia, even at this point, who, who is a very fiercely individual player, a very fiercely sort of like uh, uh, self in a good way, selfish, like I want to, have power, maintain power, control the game, make big moves, but has consistently over 83 days not been able to, except for the one time she won a crapshoot competition and basically be told over and over, you're not capable of winning these things. You're not uh, somebody who gets to wield power in this game. 
to see somebody like that, her mindset has shifted over the last 83 days to a place where she is now playing a game like Bowie, who comes in, uh, and even Bowie was somebody, let's be real, was somebody who was a pretty individualistic player as well at one point. Like she has the capability of being independent. Um, you know, these aren't really people that were like, you know, we'll call them Victorias coming into the game. These aren't people who came in like, oh, we're definitely just going to appease power and not make any moves ourselves and just kind of hope that we get brought to the end. These are this is a learned behavior from these people, and it's learned because of how this game has been structured over the last, especially forty days, um, and uh, and that's that's really interesting. And of course, it doesn't necessarily take away their agency or their fault for the decisions that they're making. Um, but I do think it's it's fascinating to to look at uh, in terms of how it's changed their very personality in the game. Yeah. Um, and the funny part about all of it is that we're we're talking about uh, a handful of players here. If we're, we're keying in specifically on Bowie and Felicia that are highly unlikely to be winning the game. Uh, so when you're looking at the players that that are, you know, they're uh, they're surrounding themselves with those two, like the Jags and the Mats and um, throw Suri into that conversation. If, you know, we're, we're still holding out hope there. Um, they uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I think this has been a lot a lot of the debate that, you know, are they just trying to be the one that gets themselves to that final point and hope that somebody takes them to the end and then they have a better shot? I don't know. But uh, the, it's it's very I don't know. I guess I don't know. If funny is the right word. Watching, you know, the main discussion point be around these players that aren't the contenders, uh, most likely contenders to win the game, because you usually you spend a lot more time focusing on the the people that are looking like the front runners. Well, I mean, that I think that's interesting, too, right? Because Jag is a player that came in as a team player, as a we will I will play for the team so much so that he literally sat on the block, didn't rat his alliance out and got himself evicted. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the reverse for him as he got more and more power. He became more and more individualistic, more and more independent and selfish in the game. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's just, it's very interesting to me because I don't think that it's a hundred percent just innate to the players. I think that we are seeing people who came in with their, with the intent and ability, um, and inclination to play a certain way. Uh, and then the game kind of pushed them into, uh, sort of different, uh, different paths of, uh, like, uh, you know, different paths of, of, of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's, it's very interesting to sort of uh, look at how that happens. Yeah. Again, I'm really excited for Thursday to get the ball rolling here. Uh, day 83 you said, uh, so we're really getting close to the end of this thing. And uh, I think it's about time that we start, you know, sliding some pieces off the board and making our way to the end so that, Everybody can kind of, uh, you know, let's either get Jag out, not get Jag out. Let's whatever, whatever's going to happen on Thursday. Uh, we'll finally get, you know, everybody kind of more cemented in their place of uh, of this end game. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, Suri is going to spend some time uh, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on any of these, any of the campaigns, really, because none of them matter at all. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> but. Suri is going to spend some time campaigning against America, trying to see if she can feel things out to keep Blue around. Um, she does talk to Matt about it, and that's where the most interesting conversation of the day comes in. Um, 
where uh, Matt is, first of all, not biting on the uh, the the blue thing. He says uh, that blue is just a better competitor. Um, that's why she's got to go. Uh, but he does tell Suri that his ideal scenario is that at the final four, he wins that HOH. He puts up Jag and Felicia, maybe whoever else is there. Uh, and then Suri can vote out Jag. He knows Jag needs to go. He says something along the lines of like, um, you know, I, I, I the TV will be very shocked. Uh, I, I like, I love Jag, but, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, and, uh, you know, this, as we talked about last night on the round table, it is in line with a lot of things that Matt has been saying, has said in the past, has done in the past in terms of like, uh, being willing to make these kinds of moves, knowing that he needs to, uh, cut certain people to win, um, being willing to cut Jag in the past. Um, however, there is some doubt about uh, whether this is true. Um, you know, Matt has expressed to Jag that they need to do something to make sure that Jag is safe in the event that uh, he's on the block. Um, and that includes promising things to people like Suri. Um, but, you know, again, this wasn't so much a promise to Suri. Uh, he didn't even say, I'll take you to the final two, like he said he might to Jag. He just said, I'm going to cut Jag at the final four. Uh, he also didn't inform Jag about this conversation and also mischaracterized the conversation afterward as Jag asks Matt if Suri was trying to keep blue, which she very clearly was. And Matt says no um, and continues to feign ignorance uh, about it over the course of the day, despite the fact that Suri is very obviously trying to keep blue for most of the day. Yeah, and that conversation could work both ways for Matt. Obviously, he's uh, telling Suri something that if that is his plan, then he's letting her know what his intentions are that I, hey, I may cut Jag at a certain point. Um, I'm thinking about it. So like, don't worry that you're going to get down to the end and it's just going to be the two of us steamrolling to the end. Like, I'm still thinking about cutting Jag. And then exactly kind of like you were saying, if it gets back to Jag in any way, then he'll just say, well, I, I had to tell her that because otherwise, you know, they think that we're linked up together and they think that we're never going to cut each other and they're not going to trust us. They're not going to vote with us. So um, I think Matt is playing this as, as pretty uh, perfectly as he as he can be at this point. Um, you know, it's not like Suri is Felicia out here running all the information back to uh, pretty much anybody. She doesn't tell anybody anything that Matt says. He's still a fields through and through. Uh, Matt and Blue are the only fields left in the house besides Suri. So, you know, they're uh, still under her wings at the moment. But um, if the double shakes anything up, if uh, Suri uh, does happen to win uh, this HOH and she has to put up Matt and Jag like she's been telling people she knows she has to do, um, things could get hairy. Things could get hairy. Um, so, of course, uh, Blue is also going to be doing some campaigning throughout the day. To no avail. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> she, uh. she doesn't even know where to campaign from because she doesn't even know that she is the target. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it doesn't matter. America also does some campaigning that also doesn't matter. Uh, other than the fact that she's still managing to trick both, uh, or specifically Jag into thinking that she won't come for him when she is coming for him. Um, but, uh, but it just basically reinforces that the campaign itself doesn't matter much because they don't really care whether or not America is coming for them because they just want blue out because she's better at comps. Like, and that's again, why we're barely watching big brother at this point, because the campaigning, the social game, none of it. It's just about competition ability. Blue has performed marginally better than America in competitions. Therefore, Blue is always going to be the one that they evict. 
the amount of times I've heard in the past two weeks, I'm sick of the campaigning. I'm sick of hearing this. I'm sick of hearing these arguments back and forth. It's like, that is the game. <laughs> that is what people are here to do. At least with Corey last week, people were giving him the grace of being like, all right, well, like he has to fight for his life. He got this far. Like, why would we expect anything else? Um, but they were still saying that Bowie literally coming to him and saying like, no more zip it, cut it off. Um, and, and it's just continuing this week. It's like, I don't want to listen to blue going off again about her campaign. Like it's just getting exhausting. That's literally the game. That's what she has to do. That's what you will have to do when you're on the block, if that ever happens. Um, but yeah, Blue doesn't know. Uh, watching Suri uh, be the person on the receiving end of Blue's campaign, where Blue, or not not Blue campaigning to her, because obviously Blue thinks Suri's vote is a lock. But um, when Blue goes to Suri saying, you know, I think that we can do this, maybe with Bowie, maybe with this and that and Felicia, and Suri is keeping her mouth shut because she knows the smart thing to do is not be the one to tell Blue herself. Um, it's so hard to watch. Especially yeah. because... Even though Suri hasn't told Blue herself, she still has gotten in trouble for telling Blue, even though she hasn't. Yeah. So she might as well at this point. Yeah. Well, she, as, as, as many people have said, Suri, you know, getting through this season with the allies that she has, uh, that in any other world you would think might be okay allies, but these people just happen to love ratting out things that she says. Um, it's it's uh, not something that Suri, as far as I've ever been able to witness, has experienced before. Um, but she's also never played a game where you have nothing to do but sit around and talk for hours and hours and hours and 100 days before. So it's different. Mm. Um, so uh, we go through a lot of the day doing stuff like that. Um, Suri is going to talk to Felicia about Blue leaving. Suri basically, after a day of campaigning, has realized there's no shot. Uh, she already kind of knew there was no shot, but she gave it an attempt anyway. Um, and uh, Felicia tells her, like, sort of her, Felicia tells Suri sort of her perspective on uh, on their spot in the game that, like, hey, we'll still have a chance to win in the end because, look, Taylor won last year. You know, she was on the block five times. She didn't win as many comps as somebody like Monty, but he took her. And because she had a good social game, she still won. Um, and Suri's like, yeah, that's why they're not going to take us. They're going to take Bowie, who doesn't have a social game. Because Bowie just woke up yesterday. Uh, and like that's not good for us. What are we going to do when Bowie comes out with a, uh, uh, a final two speech calling herself... Uh you know, the, the shield, or uh, I don't remember the exact wording that Taylor used. What if, what if Bowie, pull, Bowie pulls that out? She gives it her best. It won't uh, matter. <laughs> They'll have made up their minds already. I know. Um, but imagine. <laughs> um, it would be, it would be like, I uh, like lawyer Bowie comes out. Um, and she puts on the, the wig, the barrister wig. Um, and <laughs> she states her case. It would be good. And she's going to have like, pretty high confidence in herself thinking she's going to be able to pull it out. I've never seen anything from Bowie that suggests to me that she's like nervous about that for herself. I mean, I, I could have just not seen it, but I feel like she's the type of person or player that thinks if I get there, I think I could win. And no. Yeah. I mean, point, no. yeah, it's like, uh, I, I, I've probably given more credit to Bowie than, than most. And I, and I certainly so at times. Exactly. I think justifiably so. I think that like, I think that, you know, and when, when, cause I don't even think it's fair for Sari to say she woke up yesterday. In fact, I think it's the opposite. I think she went to sleep yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I think that she had been playing, but nobody was giving her credit for it. Um, and, uh, and then she has recently shut, shut down and it has only it, like that just has 
finally reinforced what everybody assumed about her the whole time, which is that she was never uh, an actual player in the game. But she was a player in the game up until recently where she Mm -hmm. is not become not a player in the game She's become a uh, jack's player in the game exactly uh so um Suri says to felicia don't tell anyone <sighs> great <laughs> but matt told me today he knows he knows jack needs to go um and i don't know why Suri is telling felicia this because Suri is is trying very hard to get felicia to take a shot at Matt and Jag. And maybe she just feels like anything, anything to shake up the status quo at this point, because nothing she's doing is working. Mm-hmm. But Felicia's response to this is, Oh, exactly. Perfect. This is why we need to not take a shot at them in the double eviction. We need to take a shot at Bowie. Um, because if we take a shot in the double, we'll be taken out right after. Uh, and this is, this is the problem. This is the issue is that, uh, there are still too many of these physical competitions. We need to wait until these mental comps come up. Um, if we take a shot, they're just going to win again. We need to wait until the end when they can't retaliate. That's the only hope from Felicia's perspective. Um, and so uh, so that's that's what Felicia wants to do. She wants to nominate America and Bowie in the double eviction and vote out Bowie. Um, which of course, if you think that through means that since Matt or Jag are basically guaranteed to win one of the vetoes, they will, uh, will they use the veto on Bowie is a good question. doesn't really matter. They don't have to, because guess what? If you leave them off the block, they won't vote Bowie out. Mm. And there's only two votes or are you, oh, sorry. There's only three votes. You only need two votes to carry the vote. This hurts. I can't keep talking about it. <laughs> it's so painful. So if Felicia wins uh, DHOH and does this, America is gone. Look, I, I uh, yeah, I have to hope that in the heat of the moment, a double eviction, tension is high, emotions are high, adrenaline is high, people are running into rooms, having quick conversations, and I have to hope that Suri, uh, America, will be there with Felicia and get in her ear and say, you can't do whatever silly thing you think you're about to do. The only shot we have at this game and the only shot we have to have any of us win a competition that are not Matt and Jag is by getting one of them out tonight. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it maybe will either, but, was, but you have to hope if there was more time, if it wasn't a double eviction, I think it could work, but I think it's too short of a time to, to shift the, the gears. You know what I mean? I, I talked about this last night, but it's like the, the, the structure, the power structure has put a fog over people's eyes over Felicia's eyes. Um, and I, I think it takes some time to be like snapped out of it, you know? Um, and I don't think there's going to be enough time. I think she's so, deep in there. So going to talk herself onto the block. She's going to go to Felicia and say, we have to do this. We have to do Matt and Jag. That's the only thing that makes sense. Next person that comes in is going to be Matt or Jag talks to Felicia. She's going to say, so trying to get you guys up on the block together, but I'm going to flip the tables and put her up and then we'll keep her. But I want to, I want to show her that, uh, that she doesn't have the power here that I'm the HOH and then America goes home. Yeah. And then uh, again, uh, I'll, I'll bring up the scenario I brought up yesterday, which is like, OK, maybe Felicia doesn't win. Maybe America or Suri win because they have a conversation after this uh, conversation with Felicia where they both agree the shot needs to be taken. If they win in the, in the double eviction, they have to put up Matt and Jag. Um, problem is, again, if Matt or Jag are basically guaranteed to win the veto, one of them comes off the block. How do you then get the other one out? Because if you put up Felicia 
then Bowie and let's say Jag, who comes off the block, both vote out Felicia over Matt. Uh, if you put up Bowie, then Matt or Jag plus Felicia, who wants Bowie out, probably just vote out Bowie. And Look, I'll take Bowie's that. Better point. than nothing. <laughs> I'll take like, it. Now you're still stuck with both Matt and Jag. Um, so uh, it's a pretty tough, tough spot there. I mean, there's a much better argument if Felicia is not the HOH to say, listen, I'm getting the blood on my hands. Mm-hmm. You two are just the votes. They're coming for me more than they're coming for you. Uh, just get one of them out, have the blood be on my hands. And now one of them is out. Uh, but again, I think the time crunch is going to be really tough yeah. because you can't plan for these things when those people are in power, uh, which means that, uh, or at least you can't without risking your life in the game. Uh, and I don't think there'll be enough time to, to really make a, a, a big shift um, during the double. So we will see. Thursday really has the potential to be one of the most unwatchable or disappointing double evictions of all time um so uh just the last real thing i want to bring up here is that uh, the thing that hammers it all home felicia and bowie talk and bowie says you know everyone's mistake in this game has been trying to get the big players out even if you get them then what you got to get to the end it's really hard uh and felicia agrees if if you get to the end that's the accomplishment and you're close enough to the end, to the finals, that it's like, hey, that's, you're almost there. You might as well just make it all the way. Um, and it's, it's like, this, this is what's interesting to me, is that like, this is the perspective that they have adopted uh, in this game. Um, it's like the idea of actually being able to win power themselves is so, so removed from their minds. That, that they've managed to convince themselves that this is actual logic. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely wild. It's the reality that we live in. Until, uh, until any kind of change gets made with these competitions, which I think uh, a lot of people out here are probably losing hope on that aspect. Um, this is the, the world that we live in, that people, uh, you know, we just talked about how similar of a spot that they might be looking for and, you know, their philosophy on the game. And um, at a certain point, I, I can't even blame them. Um, it's just, they don't, the power has not come to them. I mean, it came to both of them once, uh, throughout the season, but just, it's not some, something that people have realistically expected them, uh, to get again, or either one of them seem to, I mean, maybe they have hope that it could come to them again, but, uh, it just keeps going to Jag and then Matt and then Jag and then Cameron and then Corey and then not Corey, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, that's kind of where we are. The, the, the plan right now is to tell blue, at some point when Jag feels like it, uh, that she's going to be going home. Um, when that will be, honestly, probably not today. They'll probably wait until Wednesday or Thursday, considering that there's no real plan to do it. And Jag probably won't want to do it. Um, my, like, uh, wouldn't it be great would be like, uh, that they never tell her. Uh, I mean, listen, either tell her now so we can actually get something happening or don't tell her at all and make it a blind. Don't don't waste the entire week with nothing happening. Then tell her right before when the feeds are off. uh, So it's not a blind side 
but also we got none of her actual campaign or reaction. I, I, that, that's, that's the worst, okay? Don't do that if you go on the show. Don't do that. It's not even good for your game. At least last week, you know, uh, Corey knew that it was him all throughout the week. You get it, you know, a good example of somebody who knows it's him without anybody maybe directly telling him. Maybe they did. I don't know. Um, but like all throughout the week, he knows he's going home and he's still doing his campaigning. Um, and he had conversations with people where people were coming to him saying like, yeah, we still haven't like locked it in for sure. People are still kind of up in the air. And he's like, OK, I know what that means. I know that means that it's me. Blue is not quite the same person, same player, uh, you know, able to pick up on the same kind of cues. So while people are saying something similar or maybe reassuring her, um, she doesn't have that next gear to click into to, to realize that everybody's just feeding me a bunch of crap and it is me going home. So if that comes up in the next couple of days or not the next couple of days, if that comes up today or maybe maybe early tomorrow, maybe we have potential for her to. I don't know, keep trying something or try something bigger, take a bigger swing, call some more people out or, you know, go for anything more than she's doing now. But um, right now she's just kind of content. Like she definitely doesn't feel as secure as, you know, like a hundred percent secure, um, but she doesn't feel less than 50%. Mm. If I, if I ever go on the show, okay. I'm going to be bitter in the reverse direction. I'm going to be bitter if I get a heads up that I'm going to be evicted. Right. Uh, like you didn't blindside me. How <laughs> dare you? Uh, like uh, you think so little of me as a player that you think you can just tell me and it, I can't do anything about it. And you're going to rob me of a great blindside moment. Uh, screw you. You're not getting no. my vote. No, I don't like this, Taryn. I, I think I think I can picture exactly how you would react if you were told that you were going home. You wouldn't let I'd be anyone, annoyed and be you like, would let everyone know. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to see that on feeds more than I would like to see you blindsided. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you would you would go off on a lot of people in the house spill every single bit of information you've heard since day one. And uh, it would be a lot better feeds than just Julie, you know, than your react face when Julie tells you you're going home. So. I would be a very good rat. I mean, like, uh, I'm very practiced at remembering conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Like you'd probably stew on it for a little bit like Corey did, but then you, you know, I don't know if America's in the house with you, but, um, you know, sitting there and actually focused on the game and thinking, you know, every single conversation that you've had and what can be used in the right spot. And even if you don't see a path for yourself, I think you're still going to go out there and cause havoc on the way out. Mm. People may not expect that, but I know that's there. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anything else you wanted to bring up, Matt? No, again, these people are frustrating me. <laughs> They're just spinning in circles, saying the same things over and over again, and nothing's getting anybody anywhere. Uh, if Blue finds out that she is uh, for sure at the one uh, at the, at the at this point, the one going home, um, then maybe we get something. If uh, Felicia's information leak uh, to the guys gets back to Suri, maybe we get a little bit of excitement in the next couple of days. But otherwise, we're just you know all eyes on Thursday night. So that's that. Mm, all right. Well. That's what we have for you today, of course. Uh, head over to uh, robiswebsite.com. Make sure you're checking out the tickets for our live show coming up in uh, just just about a, a week at this point. Um, just It's next week. So if you don't have tickets next, yet, uh, then uh, what are you doing with your life? I mean, if you, if you missed this, what have you done? Yeah, I didn't see you in New York. You, you, oh, this is a better show. Oh, oh, Taylor's going to be there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, so uh, make sure you check out those tickets. You can, of course, find me uh, tomorrow back here, 11 a.m. Eastern, where I will update you on 
anything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. Uh, I'll also be live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong tonight, watching tonight's episode live with all of you. Um, And you can find me on Instagram and posting things on Twitter and all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, Matt, what do you got going on? Uh, on Twitter at Matt Ligori and podcasting about the challenge. Uh, Scally and I have been going uh, over on the Dom and Colin podcast for years, but we recently just branched out. Uh, so check out uh, our challenge 39 content starting essentially now it's already, uh, we had an episode zero and then the season starts this week. So over on the free agents podcast feed. So check us out there. Um, and yeah, and just whatever else is going on here for the last, last couple of days of the season, we're getting very, very close. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time.